Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Chiana Podcast. It is me, Sarah Sodizi, and I hope you're having a wonderful, fabulous, and amazing Friday today. So I was just thinking this week I wanted to talk about some oh god this was requested by the way this was requested about some times where I look back and I think to myself that was really really messy that was really really messy of you Sarah like I'm talking messy 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 Lionel Barcelona FC messy like oh my gosh I I not saying that I regret these things because they make a really great story and I love explaining these types of things to people, especially younger girls, like especially girls that are just at that peak age where they're going out and they're having fun with their friends or like they're just getting into their first ever serious relationship because this is what it's related to. So I love telling them these stories because like, don't do not do what I did, please. For the love of God, don't do what I did. And if you are going to drink, please drink responsibly. Please drink responsibly. Don't be stupid like I was. Okay, okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right, so the preface to this story is basically that I had been going through a lot of stuff. I mean, I feel like every story is prefaced with this. I was going through so much at that time and I wasn't making the right decisions. Well, sis, yeah, I was not making very clear choices just because I felt like the direction my life was going in at the time. How old was I? This this couldn't have been too long ago. I want to say that I was 23, 24 this wasn't too long ago, y'all. I'm turning 28 this year, so y'all can do the math and figure out that I'm still making mistakes in my early 20s and in my mid-20s. So anyways, I had just gotten out of a serious relationship, and I was really sad about it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I had peaks and valleys where, I, like, at one point I was at a peak, and I was like, heck yeah, I'm a single lady. I can do whatever the heck I want. I'm independent. Don't need no man. And then the valley would just very much be like, yeah, I really miss him and I need him and I can't function without him. And please cue the Whitney Houston, I will always love you song because it just, it was bad. And those are the types of songs that I was actually listening to while I was grieving my breakup. And I'll probably have an episode about that specifically, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about me being a mess. Okay, we're talking about me being messy. So <laughs> this happened, yeah, a couple years ago. And one of my best friends in the whole entire world was having a birthday party on the weekend. And she was having it at this very popular club in Toronto called Rebel. And we were staying at a hotel in downtown Toronto because we were going to come back late and nobody wanted to commute back home, all of that stuff. So usually what we do when we go and do stuff like this, like whether it's my birthday or her birthday, if we do go out somewhere we either book an Airbnb or we book a hotel and then we have a bunch of people stay in different rooms and that's how it's all organized and whatnot, right? So <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear my dad sneezing in the background, but anyways, <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, right. So we were staying downtown and it was going to be so much fun because I think like part of her wanted me to come because it was her birthday, obviously, and I haven't missed any of her birthdays before since we've known each other. But also it was just the mere fact that she could see that I was really, really hurting inside. And she felt like, okay, Sarah, like you really need a night out. And it'll be nice to like hang out with your friends or like hang out with your girls and everything like that. And like look really hot and everything like that. Like she's a type, she's that type of person. Well, she'll bring me out of my shell like that sometimes when I don't really feel like dressing up or where I don't really feel like going out and having fun with people. She's that type of person. She brings that side out of me. And I appreciate her so much for that because honestly, 
as messy as this story is, as disgusting as this, <laughs> as disgusting as this story is, uh, it still made me think on the fact that like, okay, like you know what, it was still overall like I'm glad that I still went out and I and I looked hot in that dress and all that stuff. But let's get to let's get to that part. So we get to the hotel. Everyone drops off their stuff. I'm staying with one of my one of our friends, I should say. I actually met her that night. Like I didn't know her prior to this 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 hotel or going to this hotel or anything like that. So I was rooming with one of my best friend's friends, and then my best friend was rooming with her boyfriend at the time, and we had a couple other friends that were staying in a different room. And so, yeah, we unpack our stuff, and I'm and I'm telling this girl that I'm rooming with, I'm like, yo, like I just got out of. See, this is what happens. I tell everybody my business, even people that I just met. What is wrong with me? That's that's mistake number one. That's messy. That's like the messy messiness coming out already. But anyways, so I tell this girl, like, I just got out of a serious relationship and I'm just like ready to have a good night. Like, it's going to be fun, blah, blah, blah. And there's this there's this thing like side note. There's this thing that us girls have where we don't need to explicitly say like please take care of me while we're going out we all just know because we've all been in that position before where people are just weird or people are just creepy and they decide to do creepy things Um, go figure right creepy people doing creepy things and so that was kind of what was implied between the two of us that were staying together I I said to her I was like I got out of a serious relationship but I'm ready to have fun it's gonna be a good night and she's like yeah like it's gonna be so sick like we're gonna have a good time Okay, fast forward, we, we get ready, we get into our hot dresses, and we all look really nice, and we start taking pictures outside in the hotel courtyard, I guess. So we're all taking pictures while, you know, the sun's setting, the lighting's really nice, and all that stuff, right? So we're all getting ready to leave. And then finally, the Uber comes, and oh, wait, I should mention, this is a very, very crucial detail. What am I even saying? Before we went to go take pictures, obviously, there was alcohol involved, obviously, my emotions got the best of me and I might have drank a little bit too much. But that's not the part that gets messy, actually. So you you would think that that's the part where it all just goes downhill. But that is definitely not the part. We'll get there. We'll get there. But anyways, as I was saying, we were taking pictures in the courtyard, blah, blah, blah. We wait for the Uber to come because it's finally nighttime. It's time for us to go. So we all get inside the Uber, blah, 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 blah. This was pre-COVID, by the way. So all of us could pack ourselves inside the Uber <laughs> all at once and and go to the club. So my best friend had actually rented a or booked a booth and bottle service at this club. So we kind of had our own little section there where we could chill out, blah, 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 blah. Oh, dear Lord. Okay, so like I said, we get Lionel Messi over here. So we get to the club, we get to her booth and everything's everything's going well at first because, you know, we're dancing, having a good time, blah, blah, blah. But then this is when the bottle service girls come out. And I swear they come at the most inopportune times because, like, girls, like, oh, I don't know what it is. But they came in at the most inopportune time because, like, we had been dancing. And we were, like, kind of just getting a little bit rowdy. Not, like, fully rowdy yet. But, like, we were starting to get there, my best friend and I. And so then they bring the drinks out. And we're like, woohoo! okay it's it's so-and-so's birthday let's turn up turn up turn up music's bumping we're having a good time all right another thing to note is that the ratio between how many girls versus how many guys there were was just like like a toronto club this is how it always be sometimes like you'll have you'll have so many creepy dudes and like less girls for whatever reason i don't know usually clubs aren't like that i know that the ratio has to be like 10 girls and one guy or whatever at least that's that's what many of my guy friends have told me 
but um but yeah like that night i just for whatever reason there seemed to be just like a whole cluster full of like dudes all over the place like ready to pounce on every single female that breathed in their in their direction so anyways we're we're drinking and we're dancing in our little booth whatever having a good time now this is the part where it gets messy y'all this is the part where it gets messy because remember how i told you that i was telling everybody my business saying like oh like i just got out of a serious relationship blah blah blah. i'm here to have a good time yeah here's the thing when you start consuming alcohol with those things like in your subconscious or it like those feelings and thoughts underlying and are just like barely scratching the surface and you really just want to tell everybody and maybe you should tell that to a therapist and not like everybody who decides to look at you <laughs> so of course poured back poured back poured back a little too much to drink again like i said guys please drink responsibly responsibly when you go out and don't be like me don't be stupid don't be stupid like me because why why i did this is a great question because i can't even answer that for you so i started drinking a little bit more pounding it back pounding it back and then this is when it starts to get a little fuzzy all right people explain this part to me okay because some of some bits and pieces i truly and honestly do not remember and I wish that I could because then I maybe I wouldn't have been so stupid. But basically, I had too much to drink and I was running all over the place and dancing with basically everyone and anyone and just going into it. So this club actually has different rooms so you can kind of like bounce between different genres of music and stuff like that. So obviously, me being me, I went inside the Latino room and I was dancing in there by my by myself, by myself. And as a woman, like a lot of y'all will know that that's not probably not the smartest thing to do. Like at least bring one friend with you. And so all of my friends were like looking around trying to find where I was at because they were really worried because obviously they started to notice that I had had too much to drink. Right. So they start looking for me everywhere. And I'm still dancing, doing my own thing. Like, yeah, this is live. Blah, 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 blah. Finally, they find me and my best friend is very upset. And it's like, Sarah, like, where the heck were you? I was trying to look for you everywhere. Blah, 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 blah. Like, oh my goodness, and just freaking out altogether. Now, allegedly, I was just completely incoherent at this point, so I was listening to what she said, but I was in one ear and out the other. So anyways, everyone kind of agreed, hey, maybe we shouldn't leave Sarah on her own. So they took me back to the booth, and I was sitting there, and we were just vibing to the music while I was sitting there trying to regain my thoughts and my consciousness and my life back because I was a mess. So I'm sitting there, whatever, whatever. And oh gosh, this is still, this is so embarrassing. Like, I just, like I said, I was just going through a lot at this time. I don't really know how else to explain it. I was really sad and I felt, this was still at a point in time where I still very much felt very, very dependent on my significant other. And I felt like there was nobody else in the world that could kind of fill that void or whatever. And so I was really sad. And then this is when it starts getting into the hot mess phase, like even more of a hot mess phase, because I was like zipped up, happy, jumping all over the place, doing my own thing. And then all of a sudden, like it just crashed and burned where I like started crying in the club and I was like venting to my best friend's boyfriend's friend. And he was obviously like he was obviously had been drinking or he had obviously been drinking so i mean like nothing was coherent at that point so we were all we were kind of just like venting to each other and i i know for a fact i was pissing everybody off that night like that just kills the vibe you know when you have a friend that just starts crying out of nowhere because they drank too much and they're thinking about all of these 
underlying things that they have going on in their lives and whatnot but i was just such a mess the only good thing to come out of this was that the dress that i was wearing fit me so so nicely and i looked so good in the pictures before <laughs> i looked so good in the pictures before we left and then afterwards i was just a hot mess like i said i was a hot mess i looked disgusting i looked gross and we went back to the hotel. My best friend was very upset with me because I basically, you know, ruined her, ruined her birthday. I mean, I'd be pretty pissed too. Like if my friend kind of just like kills the vibe like that by like sitting in the club, not dancing with everybody, just crying because her boyfriend and her broke up or whatever, like months ago. But nonetheless, like I said, I learned from my mistakes and I never, I vowed after that. I was like, I'm never going to be that stupid ever again. Like I don't know what I was thinking trying to get over somebody by doing something like that so yeah okay so this next one is short but sweet and again just goes to show like i am a hot freaking mess and we learn from these things and we grow from these things so i will tell you guys about the time when i went to the dance studio and the guy that owned the dance studio saw me sobbing on the dance room floor for like five ten minutes <laughs> okay so this also i feel like there's a theme here like this also related to a breakup that i went through like a really really bad one where oh goodness i can't even i i would cry about it like every other day Every other day I was like crying and crying and crying. And you know, there was a point where I was just like, okay, I got to get it together. Like stop crying so much. Like you just got to get over it, got to get through it, move forward, whatever. Right. And so as a result of me just trying to push myself forward and kind of just get myself out of that funk, I, I did two things. I would regularly go to the gym, like immediately after work, I would go to the gym for like two hours. And on other days, like, depending on when I wanted to schedule this, because at the time I wasn't driving, so I'd have to bus everywhere. But, um, yeah, I signed up for, uh, like, one hour of studio time at this dance studio near my house. Well, kind of near my house. And so the, the the guy that owns the place, I wasn't, like, I, I wasn't too familiar with him. Like, I didn't really know him. I didn't really, like, we weren't friends or anything like that, but I had heard about it through a mutual friend. And so I was like, okay, like I'll sign up for it, whatever. Like what's what's the harm that it could do? Like I feel like it'll be good because for those of you that don't know, I really, really love dance. Like there's aspects of it that are just so, so wonderful and really, really great if you're feeling some type of way. At least for me, like it just really helps me release a lot of really not so great thoughts or like really bad feelings that I'm that I'm feeling at that moment. So I was like, okay, like I'm I'm in my feelings right now. So I feel like if I were to just go to the studio and dance and do something, like it'll just I'll be able to shake it all off, right? So I get to the studio and I talk to the guy that owns it. I was like, hey, listen, man, like I'm looking to book like maybe like an hour of studio time so that way I can just freestyle or do some do something while I'm while I'm there just to kind of get my mind off of things because I've been having a really hard time once again oversharing. That is my specialty. And so homie was just like, he was real nice about it. He was just like, yeah, no, by all means, like there's a, there's a whole setup there. If you want to play some music super loud or anything like that, like just uh, connect it to the connect it to the speaker and everything. And there's mirrors there so you can take a look and everything. He's like, yeah, do your thing. 
So I come in with my gym bag and I have my laptop with me. And so I set everything up, set up the music and everything. And this is this has nothing to do with what I'm talking about to talk about. But like, I just think about that girl that I was and how sad and how just distraught and broken I felt because I don't know what it is man like some people just have such a profound impact on you to the point where like where they will promise you things or they'll they'll tell you things and you'll believe them and then all of a sudden it just doesn't mean anything anymore or they just like like take it away from you in the the blink of a freaking eye and you're supposed to be okay with that at the time I wasn't okay with it and now reflecting back on it like I I know that there's a reason why that all of this happened and there's a reason why things didn't work out and whatnot but at that time I was so 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 broken and it was to the point where I just didn't even feel motivated to do the things that I loved anymore, including dance. So that's why I kind of forced myself to come to the studio and just let it all out and like really just feel the music or feel whatever I was doing. And I was doing a combination of different things. Like I was doing uh, fast paced songs. I was doing like more slow songs, slow moving songs, happy songs, angry songs, like a whole a whole like itinerary all within the span of an hour and if you if you've practiced or if you have done dance routines and things like that before then you'll know that one hour is definitely not enough it isn't so the first time that I went I did my thing and it was good and I felt really nice about it I was like you know what like this is fun like let me sign up again so I talked to the owner again and we made a regular schedule of like when I would reserve some time so that I could use the studio and he was perfectly fine with that he was like yeah 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 like just let me know in advance if you're coming or if you need to cancel things like that like I said super chill guy really really nice and so I was like all right like we're doing this so I would go every once in a while like every couple of weeks I would go into the studio I wouldn't go as regularly as I would go to the gym but I would go into the studio every couple of weeks and I would just let my emotions out and uh and usually (laughs) transparency here and oversharing but usually it would just end up with me being on the studio floor and crying and just like just being sad like letting myself be sad because there's one thing if there's one thing that I've learned from this experience is to never hold your emotions in let them out let it all out honey I know it makes you look ugly or you think that you look ugly when you're crying or it makes you look weak or whatever sorts of negative thoughts you have about being sad or having some sort of emotions I know you might think that but honestly, letting it out helps tremendously in whatever capacity you can, honestly. Like even if it's just by yourself in your room and you have to let it out, please let it out. It is not healthy to hold that stuff in. But anyways, I kept going to this dance studio and, you know, like I was starting to feel a little bit better about myself as I was working out pretty regularly. And I got into a routine of things of doing things on my own. Right. So this one time I go into the studio and I say hi to the studio manager or the guy that owns it I say hi how's it going like I'm just gonna be in for a session like maybe like an hour and a half blah 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 and he's like yeah that's fine that's fine um like did you need help setting up because usually he would ask me like if I needed anything like I said super nice guy he asked me if I need help with anything I was like no 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 I, I think I'm good but I'll let you know like I'll give you a shout and so I go in there and oh my goodness I'm playing like a very sad slow song that reminds me very much of the person that broke my heart and so I'm feeling the music and like I can already start to feel like this overwhelming wave of emotion just like pouring over me and there was a move that I did I don't remember like there I don't think there's a specific name for it but basically if I can explain it as best as I can 
it's essentially when you turn your whole body it's in contemporary movement but you turn your whole body and then quickly fall to your knees and pick yourself back up i'm not explaining this very well at all but that's not the point the point is is i had fallen on my knees and i kind of like slammed i guess i slammed my knees too hard on the floor so it made like a really like made a really echoey sound or a really loud sound along with like a squeak of my shoes and i guess oh god so i guess the studio manager was kind of like concerned maybe i i honestly don't know what was what was on his mind at this time but i i made a very loud noise and i fell like i missed up during and I, and i fell and i felt the pain in my knees like i had scraped my knees or something and like also i felt like a little bit of pain in my foot and so i fell face forward but then i just rolled over and started crying my eyes out like i had ne- like i had never cried like that before or at least not in a really long time like i was crying pretty regularly at this time but uh, this particular day i don't know what it was maybe i was just having a bad day at work or at life or i don't even know but i just like let it out i sobbed and i screamed and i was just like in shambles at the time a mess a mess that is what we're talking about here a mess okay and all of a sudden i like i'm still staring at the ceiling when the studio manager walks in like he kind of like not runs in but like jogs in i guess he's like is everything okay and like he looks down at me as i have like tears like streaming down my face and i'm like sniffling like (laughs) and he's like looking at me he's like are you okay and i was just like no to be honest i'm not and he was just like oh i'm so sorry for interrupting like i i can leave like again super nice guy he's like i can leave i can leave and i was like no it's okay it's just i've been going through a lot right now and dance is the only thing that's kind of just like keeping me together right now or keeping me to regulate my emotions and whatnot again oversharing because i was like i just went through like a really horrible breakup and like it just hasn't been good like with me dealing with all of that and and whatnot and i I just told him a bunch of the stuff and he was just sitting there like i'm pretty sure homeboy just like was like okay well i just wanted to check on you but i was out here just kind of like feeling my emotions and wanting to like tell the world about it so I told him about it and he was like, well, it's okay. Like, you know, like sometimes guys don't really know what to say or people in general don't really know what to say when it comes to these things and it's not their fault. So he kind of sat there and was just like, it's going to be okay. You know, like you'll, you'll be able to get through this. Like I know you will. And honestly, dance is a good way to kind of let that stuff out. And that's why we're able to express ourselves through that. Blah, 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 blah. But I was so embarrassed. You guys have no idea. I was so embarrassed that he caught me doing that because like nobody really ever saw me deal with my emotions like that. Like I think the only other times were like when it first initially happened and my sister saw and then like maybe one other time or like maybe like two other times like no one had ever really seen me feel like that because character flaw time hello other than oversharing i'm the type of person that does i i I really am working on this i promise guys but i really don't like it when people see me in a very vulnerable state like that or when people see me cry or when people see me like upset about things that's why most of the time when y'all see me like i'm like super happy i'm super out there i'm super smiley and all that stuff because I don't like having people be concerned about me. That's what like the main thing is. And I've talked to a counselor about this. Don't worry. I'm, I'm fixing it up and I'm trying to figure out like where this all comes from. But um, where am I going with this? It's like, yeah, I felt really embarrassed at that time. But now that I think about it, like, yes, I was a mess. I was a horrible, horrible freaking mess. But 
now that I've come to the place that I'm at in my life right now, like I feel like I feel like I learned so much. And I know it sounds cliche, like, oh my goodness, like yeah, you learn from it. But like at the time it really freaking sucked because I'ma tell y'all, it really freaking sucked when I was going through that. I, I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. Honestly, I wouldn't. And for those of you that have experienced heartbreak, I'm pretty sure like you guys have somewhat of an idea of what that what that looks like or what that feels like. But I really did learn a lot because I knew at that point, like when I started to put the pieces together and I started to realize like I deserve so much better. Oh, I deserve this. I know what I deserve and I know my worth now. Like I'm not going to chase after somebody who doesn't even want me or I'm not going to chase something that isn't meant for me or, you know, like I just really was just, I, I really took that whole experience and I changed it into something that made me a better person out of it. Sorry, guys, I promise I'll, I'll, I'll move on to the to the funniest story out of all three of these. OK, because we're talking about me being a mess and learning from my mistakes. OK, so this next one has to do with actually the same best friend from the previous story that I was telling you guys about. Her and I went out one night and <laughs> it it's funny because it doesn't even have to do with me being the hot mess. It has to do with other people and me just being in the wrong place at the right time i guess or like right play right right time wrong place whatever it is whatever it is this is that story all right so <laughs> my best friend and i we like to go out as you can probably already tell from what i just explained before but we like to go out and this particular time was for a DJ duo that we really really wanted to see because they never come to Toronto and so we were super stoked I bought the tickets and everything we were ready to go so like we were so stoked we were so amped and it was funny because okay I I specifically remember this like so so well because <laughs> I feel like I should bring her onto the show to explain more of this from her perspective because just it was just so bad okay so I remember I finished work I went to the gym and I got ready at the gym I got ready at the gym like I had my makeup done and everything at the gym I left the gym and I had my gym bag with me and she picked me up from the gym and then we uh we went we went downtown and so we were like oh my gosh like this is gonna be so sick like her and I were anticipating this moment because we really I'm telling you guys we really wanted to see this DJ duo and so we parked the car in the parking lot and we get our, we get our, we get ready and everything like that in the parking lot. We're like still getting ready in the parking lot. Oh my gosh. And so finally we make it to the club where this DJ duo is performing at. And we get there early. And that's a very rare scenario for us because usually we like to be fashionably late or we usually like to come later on when the, when the club or the space or wherever it is that we're at, like when it fills up with more people, we get to the venue and there is like maybe like five people five people at the venue like just like bump in and vibe into like the background music of the club because like nobody like not even the opening acts have come yet so we're, <laughs> we're just her and i are just vibing you know like just having a good time whatever whatever and so finally the club starts to fill up a little bit not a lot but a little bit but her and i didn't care honestly like her and i were just like living our best lives like we we're just having a good time and that's the thing i love about her is that it doesn't matter if there's like four people or 40 people in the room like her and I 
we'll still have the most amazing time by ourselves. Think of, like, if you watch Jersey Shore, think of Dina and Snooki. That's literally what it is. Like, people will be staring at us. People will be looking at us. But we, her and I as a duo, like, we're just very confident together. And she is the light of my life. I adore her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay? So we we're dancing in the middle of the dance floor, having a good time, whatever. And then this is when the club really starts to fill up. And the opening acts or like the host DJs at this club, they start playing their music. And so we're like vibing to the music, whatever, bopping our heads, whatever, right? And so we start moving around to like a different space so that way we have a little bit more room to dance. And I don't know if I mentioned this on this podcast, but I'll probably talk about it on another episode. But like something, there's just something about white dudes that just bothers me. You know what I mean? Like they just... The way that they, uh, the way that they just like fetishize and just like completely just look at you like you're a piece of meat as a Latina woman. Like this has happened to me so many times. I have to tell you guys, this has happened to me so many times with white guys. So this is why my experience with them is is horrible. But anyways, this, like uh, the reason why I'm telling you this, there's a reason why I'm telling you this. But basically, like I just, I don't know what it is about white guys. Like it's never been. Oh no, like I just just stay away from me please (laughs) and this is another prime example of like please just stay away from me so we're dancing my friend and i and then this tall white guy this tall white like your typical white canadian guy comes up to us and starts dancing with us and then like at first we're just like okay whatever like let's just vibe whatever like it's 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 no it's no big deal because if somebody dances to you like that's that's perfectly fine unless it gets like a little steamy and like a little too touchy then that's when i'm like uh don't touch me <laughs> but it was fine like we were chilling whatever and then he approaches me and starts talking to me about where you're from you're so beautiful exotic looking you know the line guys see this is what i mean like they fetishize latino women like it's nobody's business Okay. Oh my goodness. Where are you from? You're so beautiful, so exotic looking. Blah, 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 blah. What's your background? Starts asking me all of these questions. And I'm like, "Uh, I'm just here to dance, man. Like, you know? And he's like, oh, no, no. You know what? Like, that's cool, man. That's cool. That's cool. And so we're dancing, whatever, whatever. And oh my God. And then he starts telling, like, as if I asked, but he starts telling me about himself. And he's just like, I'm originally from. I think he was saying like he was originally from calgary or something like that or vancouver like one of those like frat white boy dudes i don't even know but he was telling me he was from somewhere else and how he was visiting the city and he would really love like somebody to show him around the city a typical line whatever and i'm not even paying attention to half of the things that he's saying because i just want to dance i just want to dance and my best friend and i we were waiting for that dj duo to come on because hello like time's a ticket we got here hella early like we're here to see the show right so we're still jamming we're still vibing and then (laughs) this is when it gets messy guys this is when it gets messy and disgusting and trigger warning if you don't like puke you can exit this now or you can skip to the end like i'm warning you right now so we're dancing and then like this train of people starts like walking or like walks in between us so like the guys in front of me and then um like a whole line of people i want to say like six or seven people like walk in between us so that they can get through the crowd and then as they pass as they pass i i like i'm trying to move away from this guy because i'm like okay like let's go somewhere else i feel some i feel something wet on my arm on my leg on my shoes and i immediately my first immediate thought was okay somebody spilled beer on me like that's pretty common at shows like somebody spilled beer on me and then 
as if like god himself was really trying to say like okay sarah like it's time to abort mission like i know you're trying to avoid this dude so this is the best way to like get him to leave you alone because i look and then the guy dancing in front of me the guy dancing in front of me he looks and he's like oh my gosh like loud he says it loud in front of everybody people turn around and my best friend turns and she's like oh my god sarah and i look somebody vomited on me (laughs) Somebody literally yacked all over my arm and the side of my leg, and it was disgusting. I just, I can't explain to you guys how mortified I was and how embarrassed I was. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? If puke is what's going to drive you away from me, homeboy, then then so be it. And and like clockwork, guys, the guy, he like saw that and immediately was like, yeah, I got to go. And just... <laughs> just darted away from us and here's the thing my best friend doesn't do well with puke like everyone has their thing right like you know like i personally like I, i've told you guys on this thing on the on this on this podcast before is i don't like thunderstorms i didn't used to like band-aids i used to be afraid of heights at one point like there's different things that people don't like my best friend is the type of person that really doesn't like puke like very much like won't even go near it nothing so i'm standing there like an idiot like yo yo like what do i do what do i do and she's like don't look at me like i don't know what to do and everyone's still staring at us on the dance floor and i'm just like um wonderful this is this is lovely okay so then i'm like okay let's go to the washroom so we run to the washroom and then the attendant at the washroom obviously sees that i'm having a problem so they help me with like these dinky little napkins that are inside the washroom like as if they don't have paper towels because all of the all of the like i guess to dry your hands or whatever all they had was like air dryers and that's not gonna help me what i want dried up puke on myself no so then i had to use these dinky little these dinky little napkins that they had in the bathroom it was so so humiliating and i was just like why is my life such a mess why is my life like this why 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 and here's the other thing is like i said my best friend's not good with puke so she was just throwing the napkins at me while i was trying to wipe myself off and thank the lord jesus that i had my gym bag in my friend's car because we left the club obviously because like that just ruined things we left the club and then I go into the trunk of her car and I grab my gym bag and I take like my gym stuff out and I change it into my gym stuff. And that was that. And we didn't even get, here's the worst part about it, guys, is that we didn't even get to see the DJ duo that we wanted to see. We were both in a terrible mood after that because I just felt disgusting and I needed to take a shower. And my best friend was just like so like just like out of it and was like, OK, look, let's go back to my house. Like it's fine, whatever and oh man i wonder what that guy's up to like is he living his best life here still or is he out in calgary or wherever the heck he said he was from anyways yeah my life is a mess what can i tell you and my friends that's it for this week's episode i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you laughed i hope you smiled and i hope you recognize that i'm still learning and i'm still growing as a human being even in my late 20s okay so anyways if you want me to talk about my edc weekend this was just this past weekend if you want me to talk about that then just let me know but if you want me to talk about something else then also let me know my book recommendations i know i've been slacking i promise i have a couple recommendations i think i posted them today this is me in the past talking to me in the future sarah Sodizi, what are you doing if you haven't posted your book recommendations do that get on that because i promise you i've been reading some really good material lately uh and yeah i guess i'll see you guys for the next one black lives matter indigenous lives matter immigrant lives matter and god loves you so very much yeah
Okay, bye.